You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Separate to me is the title of this devotion. To live a separated life, the word separation is the word sanctification or to make holy, to set apart. I mean, the simple example is I am set apart unto Virginia, as in that we are married. So we have a covenant. I have a relationship with her that I have no one else, no one else on earth do I have the familiarity that I have with Virginia because we are one. We are covenanted in marriage now for 39 years already. And you see, that is sanctification, separation. And I want to talk to you about this because it is something quite significant to Christianity that we are set apart unto God. And I want to open in the book of Acts here in chapter 13, verse 1. And I want you to see how the Lord, by His Spirit, comes to our lives and begins to work in us this separation. And I find that actually quite an important point to make, that God works it in you and me. And the reason that is so important, because you can have that seal of covenant of ownership by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is the seal of our inheritance, the guarantee of the life that awaits us beyond the veil. The veil is this natural life. And that we have that seal upon us and you know you have it and yet your life does not maybe fully express that separation or there's a contention as Paul would show in the book of Galatians between the flesh and the spirit and these two are contrary. The flesh is of the nature of sin but the spirit is the nature of life because of the righteousness that is imputed to us through Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 10 talks about. So we have the Holy Spirit because of His righteousness and we now partake of His nature because of who He has been made unto us, righteousness, sanctification and redemption, as 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says. And so in the beginning, these things are maybe a little bit um, new and we have to learn them, but after a little while, you begin to realize that there is a life in us that we have from the Father, the life of Christ, that has set us apart unto Him. However, we are, He's working that separation in us. So that's really the main point I want to discuss with you today. Acts chapter 13, okay, verse 1. Here we are. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who is called Niger, Lysias of Serene, Manning, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. 
As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and they sent them away. So here we can see separating is being separated unto a specific work here for Paul and Barnabas. Barnabas is interesting. His real name is Joseph, but because he was such a sweet spirit of encouragement, they called him Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. So his name was called encouragement, so to speak. What a good name to have. I'm not advocating you call your son encouragement or daughter, but that is what the word Barnabas means, encouragement. And, and Joseph was given that name. Saul, we know, received the name Paul. And, and his life was transformed after he met Jesus. But they were having a time of worship a time of praising, a time of setting themselves apart unto God in prayer and fasting. And while they were in that time of prayer and worship and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke through one of the prophets there or one of the teachers and said, the Lord says, set on, apart unto me. The Holy Spirit says, set apart unto me, Paul or Saul and Barnabas for the work that I have for them. And they laid hands on them and commissioned them to this work. And we know that Mark went with them and that they traveled to Greece and other places and ministered about Jesus to the people that they met. And different churches were born out of that mission trip. The thing that I want you to see, the Holy Spirit said, separate unto me. I really believe that this is not just for those people like Paul and Barnabas for specific work in the ministry that they were to do together. I believe that this is something for you and me, every one of us. Every one of us as children of God, the Holy Spirit would say to you, separate yourselves unto me. I'll show you right here from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 16. For you are, verse 16, the second part, for you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate says the Lord, do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all the filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Having these promises that he quoted these Old Testament uh, 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 scriptures here by saying, I will dwell among them. They, uh, um, you are the temple of the living God. I will dwell among them, walk among them. I'll be their God. They shall be my people. Therefore, says the Lord, come out from among them and be separate. 
So here is that word separate for each and every one of us as believers. Why are we separated by God, by His Holy Spirit? Because we are His dwelling place. The Apostle Peter in 1 Peter, he says this too in, I think, a very powerful way. In 1 Peter chapter 2, Peter says in verse 4, Coming to him, to Jesus Christ, as to a living stone, rejected indeed by man, but chosen by God and precious, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Okay, and then if we go here to verse 9, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. My dear friends, I personally think it is beyond measure, a joy, a privilege, that I'm separated unto Virginia and she's separated unto me and that out of this union has come Joshua and Zachary and Gabriella and Mariah. And they have married and out of them have come five, number six grandchild is on the way. In August we'll have our sixth grandchild and that we have this joy as a family. And you could see the fruit that's come out of that separation. And you could see that is the order of God's way of creation. He separates us unto himself to become the dwelling place of God in the spirit and out of our union with him comes this beautiful new life that is perfectly displayed and embodied in Jesus Christ that we now are given to live, that as he lives, we may live also. And we may enter into that life that we receive through Jesus Christ from the Heavenly Father into wonderful fellowship with him in a royal priesthood where we are his holy nation, his own chosen people, the dwelling place of God and his spirit to proclaim, proclaim, to make known, to advocate, to embody the praises of him, of the heavenly father who called us through Jesus Christ out of darkness into his marvelous light, into the light of his holy of holies, into that wonderful place in which we now share communion with him by the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness, dear friends. Separate yourselves. Separate yourselves. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. How do, how do I separate myself? You do it by faith in the working of your loving Heavenly Father. Look what it says here in 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, a scripture that has really helped me in my Christian walk. That scripture that I'm going to read to you now out of 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 and 24. I have prayed it and prayed it 
and prayed it. Oh, I am so grateful for this word. It has so helped me when the contention of the flesh nature kept arguing with my conscience, arguing with my faith that I wasn't separated, I wasn't holy, I wasn't, I could never be because, and, and that voice of the flesh had to be silenced by the voice of the truth of God's word. The flesh will lie to you. The flesh will say, you're no good, you're not holy, you'll never make it, you'll never change, you'll never be like that. That's what the flesh says. And the only way you can get rid of that voice is if you put it to death through the gospel of the truth. I am a new creation, no more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. (laughs) Or you take a scripture like that. May the God of peace himself sanctify, set apart you completely and make your whole spirit, soul, and body again. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify. May the God of peace himself set you apart, so to speak, completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus. And he who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. Oh, he will do it. I kept on praying this. Father, I thank you that you yourself, you are faithful, are sanctifying my whole spirit, soul, and body to yourself through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You are setting me apart. You are working this transformation in me. You are granting me to partake of the life of the Son of God whom you've made unto me, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that I may have something to boast about, Lord. I have nothing to boast in myself except my weaknesses and failings, but I have everything to boast in Jesus, that in him I'm set apart unto you, Father. And what does that look like? What the Father is working in you through his Son. What does it look like? Oh, I take this scripture. How I love this. How I love this. It is one of the shortest verses, not the shortest. I think the shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 11. That may be the shortest verse, Jesus wept. But here, this is a short verse, and it says, I and the Father are one. Jesus says here in John chapter 10, verse 30, Oh, I am so grateful that the Holy Spirit breathes that knowledge into us, this wisdom, Jesus, unto us wisdom that we know what it looks like to be separated and to enjoy this privilege to be set apart unto God to be holy to God, to be well-pleasing to God, to live in that communion and union of oneness with Him through Jesus Christ living in us and us being perfectly in Him, presented to the Father, holy, acceptable, and well bl- without blame in His sight. Om hallelujah. I feel the Holy Spirit here. Jesus said to them, my Father, has enabled me to do many good deeds. I have shown you many acts of mercy in your presence. That's verse 32. Then look at verse 36. If it is true, if this is true, do you say of the one whom the Father consecrated, dedicated, and set apart for himself, 
and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said, I am the Son of God. Does it offend you that I'm set apart unto God? Does it offend you? You know, friends, the enemy will contend your separation unto God as long as there's room for negotiation, as long as there is an, an, uh, a lack of blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God. I am purchased of God, born of His Spirit, filled with His love. Oh, hallelujah. Remember that song? Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of His glory divine. Oh, I love that hymn. I love it. What a heavenly life it is when you have that blessed assurance. And I pray that this level of separation comes into your conscious. I mean what I'm saying. I really pray this. I'm not, I'm not just doing these devotions to just have something to do. No difference. My life is in this in Christ and His life is in me to do it. If it wasn't for Jesus, I couldn't do this every day. But the, oh, how the Holy Spirit of Christ overwhelms me with the thoughts to share with you. How my heart rejoices to do this devotion and I really intercede with you that Christ has become unto you sanctification, separation to God, that Christ presents you to the Father holy and without blame as the house of the living God, that you may become a body holy, filled and flooded with God himself and have the richest measure of the divine presence. And while that is glorious to you and a heavenly pleasure to the Father, what the Father really longs for is that your whole spirit, soul, and body are set apart unto Him without contradiction, without conflict, without negotiation. No, I'm sealed. I'm sealed. My spirit, soul, and body are sealed as belonging to my heavenly Father. Nothing can separate me from His great love. Not death can't. Not the riches of this world. Not anything. And I so long for this in you. Why? Because I see the glory of it, of how it pleases the Father to know that you belong to Him and that He belongs to you. Or as He would so sweetly sing it to His people, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. You'll find this in Ecclesiastes. Oh, hallelujah. The Heavenly Father longs for you to be wholly consecrated, dedicated, set apart unto Him. And Jesus said, does it offend you? Does it, do you feel irritated by the thought that I, whom the Father has set apart unto himself, whom he has consecrated and dedicated and sent into the world to represent him, does it offend you that I say I am his son, I embody his nature and character? Do you see, friends, when you live in a world with, that is filled with compromise, that is expressed through men leaving their wives and, 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 and sometimes wives leaving their husbands and children being broken because their parents are broken apart. A world in which 
Integrity is wanting in so many government institutions and people are more concerned about their position and power than they are the welfare of the nation and compromise the welfare of the nation by all of, and in other words, there's so much compromise in so many different ways. And, and, and we could sit as the critic or we can say, you know, I want to be a ray of light in the midst of, of, this, of this darkness. People have lost their way. People don't know the, the happy value and worth and significance of being faithful, of being loyal, of having integrity, of having uprightness. David prays in one of the Psalms, I think it's, um, somewhere around the 30s or 40s Psalms where he says, Lord, let integrity and uprightness be my bodyguards. Let me not be, let me, he says in Psalm 32, let me have no guile, let me no, no hypocrisy about me. Let me be honest and upright and sincere before you and before man. And friends, it is wonderful to live in this way. So I want to encourage you, meditate on 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 and verse 24. And let me close with you from the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 17. And I think it's verse 19 I'm looking for. Yes. And let me look that up in the Amplified as well. I'll read it from the New King James first. Listen, this is Jesus' high priestly prayer here in John 17, the night before he was betrayed, 26 heavenly verses. For their sakes, Heavenly Father, Jesus is praying, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified in the truth or sanctified by the truth. Again, for their sakes, I sanctify myself, Jesus is praying to the Father, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Okay, so verse 19, the Amplified. For their sakes and on their behalf, I sanctify, dedicate, consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified, dedicated and consecrated and made holy in the truth. So let me close with this. Okay, pastor, I get this. I'm set apart unto God because I am the temple of his Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter six. I, I, I get that. I'm set apart unto God because I am as a body, the temple of his spirit. I am a royal priest, a holy nation. I am God's special people. I am to proclaim the praises of him who called me out of darkness into light. I get that. I, I get that. How? How do I do it? Believe that the Father is working it. Believe that the Father is working it. Believe. First Thessalonians, God who is faithful himself will sanctify your whole spirit, soul, and body so that you might be without blame before him in his love. And he who is faithful will also do it. First Thessalonians 5, 23. How does the Father do it in closing? Through the sanctification of Jesus. Just as the Father reveals by his Spirit in you the death of Christ to sin. The Bible says he died to sin once and for all. Romans 6, verse 11. 
He died, or verse 10, Romans 6, verse 10, he died to sin once and for all and now lives unto God. So the death that he died, he died for you. So the Father reveals Christ's death to sin in you and he reveals Christ's life in fellowship with him. And there is the sanctification. We live dead to sin, we live alive unto our Father in the presence of His Spirit, and we're constantly conscious through the precious blood of Jesus, cleansing our hearts and liberating our conscience from any control of sin so that we can enjoy perceiving, recognizing, and knowing within our conscience the presence of our loving Heavenly Father, having a tender heart to hear His voice, responding to His guidance. That is the truth. God Himself is the truth. Christ Himself is the truth of God. So the life of Christ set apart unto God is revealed into you. Christ has been made unto us sanctification, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, so that we can enjoy the truth of fellowship with our Father, being the temple of His Spirit, having His Holy Spirit in us. This morning, I was a bit burdened in my heart for a precious friend and what he's going through in his life. And, and I was sitting before the Lord and I'm worshiping and singing and I'm praying and reading the scriptures and the Father revealed His Son in me and the Holy Spirit manifested the heavenly, holy life of Jesus in me and I worshiped and worshiped and worshiped and the grace came as I began to pray for my dear friend and I just, I just love to embody this life that Jesus now gives us as His temple. It is amazing to be set apart unto God, isn't it? And this is what the Lord has for you and me every day, 24-7, so that when He comes and we see Him, we'll be just like Him and have absolutely no shame or no fear before Him, so that He might present us to the Father, a holy bride, without spot or wrinkle, well-pleasing in His sight, all because of what Jesus has done. Isn't this absolutely amazing, friends? Amen. Have a good day.